1: Well, we're back. Um, you know, we took a little bit of time off because uh, you know, Rachel Rachel's back and then some uh, you know, like she finally went public with what she what she has been going through with the Vancouver Canucks. Um so uh we thought we would just let it breathe for a little bit. Uh she's obviously not going to be on this episode. I uh, you know, it's it's a Jesse and Mike episode. We like to call ourselves the one call compadres <laughs> just, and we're yeah, and we're um, not going to explain that. <laughs> we're not. No, but it's,
0: we, not, it's not it's not that interesting. It really isn't. But uh Give no, Rachel a break though, man. You know, yeah. doing a show with you is taxing. It is. You know, she does tough. one, she needs a month, dude. She's <laughs> gonna need a month to recover from that. I don't know how she got through I don't know how she got through the
1: uh the last one. Like the the It was the, a great last... episode though. I enjoyed it. Well, I don't know how she got through the last stretch of of doing, you know, when I when her and I were like just permanent co-hosts together, like because it is taxing doing a show with me, you know, like, and yeah, just, it's just, I'm just getting back from my sabbatical now. Yeah. So. Well, the worst part is you have to look at my face the whole time over Zoom. It's I true. think that's the, I think that's the least favorite part. Well, you're preparing for winter with a nice growth. You have a nice facial mm. hair growth going on. Uh um, you know what this is, in. Jesse, is mm. I, I shaved my whole face except for the mustache. Uh 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 like well, I, I shaved like my whole face before November. And then at a certain point I shaved like my whole face except for the mustache, uh, you know, like seven days into November, just to have it sort of like like sort of pronounced. Mm. And I've just been so lazy since then um this isn't completely unintentional uh, sort of like facial hair growth that i have because i was supposed to spend the rest of this month like sh- showcasing the fact that i can now finally at the age of 26 grow a, a decent mustache mm. um and i've just been too lazy to really let that highlight uh shine through mm. so things are going great on that front uh for me um how are you Everything's fine. Uh, we just went through American Thanksgiving,
0: right? So that was exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready for the magic of a of the Christmas season as Isn't a dad. It yeah. Oh, is this is your first one as a dad? No, last year she was like, you know, just sort of like a blob of cells,
1: right? Yeah, she, she was. Really she was, was just on. a like a paperweight yeah. at that point. Exactly. Really, like, so this yeah. one is
0: the one where you're really like, you know, she's like pointing at Santa, and she knows Ugh. like that's the guy, you know, when she sees him. So. Uh, she doesn't know what he does yet, but there's a mystique around around him. We're ready,
1: so yeah, that's she, it. She knows, okay. like she knows that there's nothing. Uh, she knows that you know there's something going on with Santa. She knows that she doesn't know what she, what he does. Doesn't there's know a what the list imp- of importance. Exactly, she knows that this is the guy in charge. So exactly, yeah. I love the Christmas season. Like it's my favorite. It's literally is my my favorite time of year. Like that song. I do. I I usually do tend to have a holly jolly Christmas because it is the mm. best time of the year, um, and it's now just I think starting to to get a little like like sort of feel like the Christmas season uh, uh, over here. Like we had a crazy like snow sort of. I was of just going like, to ask you if you had a snow. We did. We had a big Good. like our introduction to really cold weather was like a blizzard, and then it sort of went away, and now it's starting to come back down, which I like because I don't like change, Jesse. And if it's going to be cold. And I like the cold weather. I like being I like wearing more clothes than less clothes. Hmm. Um, uh, most people think that I'm just a whore, but it's not true. I like wearing more clothes than less clothes. People and, say about that all the time. They say they oh, yeah, all the time. It's exactly. A hundred percent. And uh, and so I don't like when it gets really cold and then we have like a warm spell randomly in the middle of it. And then yeah. it, like just, you know, if it's going to be cold, let it be cold. And now I think we're finally getting there.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm with you, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you can layer up, right. That's not, if, yes, if that's I'm not, not warm, warm enough, right. I can add, I can add layers when in the summer, there's nothing you, you're doing to escape that heat. You know, you get on there in your undies, that's exactly. it. It's, it's I, still hot. So. I'm just
1: like a notoriously sweaty guy too. Like I just. Oh, are you? Like, That's a thing. Okay, I didn't know that about you. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just like I like I'm a, I'm just a sweaty
0: guy, and so you're not very sweaty right now for someone who's just walked ten thousand steps. Tell the yeah, people, Michael, well, you walked I,
1: ten thousand steps before the episode tonight. I did. I did towel off before I I sat oh, down You've, with you, okay. which is good. I appreciate. I did that. have to walk. I had to walk. I had to do like an hour and a half walk to go pick up something that was around where my old like uh, apartment was, and it was just made Jesse wait half an hour and and uh, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, it's. But we as I don't you, have to
0: stare at you like sopping wet.
1: At least exactly. that's well. The I mean, remember that time? That's normally what it's. Remember that time? In, in, I remember in, that, in, that. Yeah, when I it was the preseason where I had where I was covering two games in one day, and I had to go like I had to run back and forth yeah. in between, and and it was and and you know we were literally like it looked like I just like being caught. We need in to the get ring. you a scooter, Mike? You know, no, what about because, like a nice
0: electric scooter?
1: But I want to get the steps in, man. Yeah. Like, the steps are important, especially because, because like my knees all messed up. So I can't like run anymore. Oh, but it was like when you're in a time pinch. That's right? okay. That's true. That's you're true. You're going to need a, yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, I've, so I've actually decided to, like, I've, I've, instead of um, subwaying to the rink, I've, I've walked. Like, I've just allotted more time to walk. It adds 16,000 steps to my day. Um, hmm. So that's, that's nice. I am a little more tired, but it's worth it. Anyway, hockey, hockey, um, Rupe Hintz yeah. uh, signed a big deal. It actually, so I recorded the, 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 like the hockey news podcast today, and thankfully it happened literally 35 seconds before we started recording. So we are able to catch it, but huge deal, eight times, 8.45, uh, million. Um, I think that this is, there, there are very few opportunities, uh, in, in sports where we get to see a contract that's kind of win-win. I think this is more of a win win because it gives Hints like the, the, like it gives Hints a huge raise, a deserving one too. He's a, he's become one of the best centers in the league. Um, and like, it, 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 the, the commitment of an eight-year term and like a new no move clause, three years two and two through eight, and some great salary um um structure for him, and, and it's all worked out perfectly. And then it gives the like for him at least, because he you know he's a second round pick, but then he spent a lot of time in the HL and had to kind of claw his way up there. And then you also um you look at the 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 stars perspective, and I mean the cap's gonna go up pretty substantially soon, hopefully. Um, and so 8.45 won't look too bad. And even in the context of things now, like for who essentially is their first line center, a guy who is over point per game, who scored 37 goals last year, who's anchoring that or, or is a, a, not anchoring because Jason Robertson is anchoring it. But like he is the main, uh, one of the main you know, key factors on that top line of theirs. That's that's firing all cylinders. That's somewhat of a bargain. I think this is a great deal for everybody. Everything about what Dallas does on the power play, in my opinion, flows
0: through what Ropa Ahentz can do uh, and his ability to A, get open, uh, deceivingly so. Uh, he's got a cannon. Uh, his shot has got a lot of velocity. It's extraordinarily accurate. And he walks the puck, skates the puck off the wall uh, really well. So he'll get himself in a position where he's got space to move, uh, get it on his stick, Uh, And then, you know, you can really back defenders up and penalty killers up when you're confidently moving towards them with possession off that circle. Uh, He does it so well. Uh you look you I everything you said I So think about this, right? You've got Jason Robertson who is is playing some of the best hockey of his life. And the fact that that that's not a fair contract. We could talk about that another time. Oh but yeah, you know, this deal worked out really well for him. and the stars. The other one, not necessarily so good for Jason Robertson. Uh, but then let's also mention, too, that like future state of Dallas, and you think about what that team looks like later on. Um, you know, um later on down the line, uh Stankoven you know, potentially the trio on that line. Eventually Um, it's a harbinger of good things to come for Dallas. Uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, with, with hints, uh, the rate at which he scores goals uh, and the rate at which he finishes um, overall, or just uh, in relation to the chances he gets are are both elite numbers that are plus 95% in the national hockey league among other forwards. Um, Yeah. You mentioned it, Mike, when the cap going up, um with with this deal being what it is it's it's great for dallas and it allows them to cement uh cement in uh really talented players into their top line uh and build around that with room to grow so and you mentioned some of the really talented players they have defensively this is going to be a really exciting team to watch it already is it already is let's not not going to be it is now uh they've just secured it as
1: such for uh, many years to come i mean like this went from a team that. Yes, you know, Robertson and Hintz were scoring really well last year and and, and everything. But like this one from a team that, that played like plotting sort of bore their opponent into submission hockey. And they're they're a blast to watch now. No, absolutely. Like, like yeah. Jamie Ben's having a resurgent year. I picked him up on waivers and fantasy just as like a one night sort of plug and play based on the matchup. And then I I straight up I can't drop him now like he's too good. Um, even like sort of Sagan is he's not, you know, performing like the almost $10 million player he is, but, or he's getting paid to be, but he's still doing better than last year. And, you know, they have you know, Heiskinen's just, again, one of the best, uh, defensemen in the league, like things are just seem to be going well for the stars. And now they have, you know, one of a guy who's right in the middle of his prime, uh, locked in for the rest of his prime at what will likely be a a very good price. I mean, that's dubs across the board. In my opinion,
0: they activate they're D as well as anyone right now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the way this, that like all the good teams, look at New Jersey, Mike, what the Devils are doing uh, Colorado, all the good teams in the league are playing with basically four forwards at this mm-hmm. juncture. And you either have a forward that is doing the, or excuse me, you either have a defenseman that is doing the puck carrying and three forwards that are supporting him, uh, or you have him activating and, and acting as a fourth forward uh, and pinching and, and getting up ice. That's the way it is now, and I just think that, uh, you know, that's, that's always you, – you can put a, a somewhat of a, a wet towel over that, Mike, and a cap mm. on it by playing this, like, really regressive defensive style of hockey. But, like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just opening up the door – too often to, to too many scoring chances and asking for too much trouble. I just feel like if you're not playing on the front foot like that, now you're crazy. And I understand this has taken us a little bit off the subject of Rupe hints, but um, you know, he, he's one of the players that enables Dallas to play the way that they play. Um, and I just think like, if you're not playing like a Toronto or a Dallas or Uh, a new jersey right now like you're at a distinct disadvantage i'd love to get to a place and we're kind of getting there i think this will become more normalized when i'm like old decrepit retired um and just yelling about the game on a porch somewhere uh that we'll we'll get into a place where we could say like hey this system right like a really aggressive one three one or really aggressive um you know neutral zone four check uh Had this record against this system last year, you know, against like a really regressive, you know, um, you know, converge on your goalie and collapse, you know, two, three type thing. I just would like to get to a place, Mike, where we could look at systems as a head to head type stat and see like how different play styles affected each other. Because I think you would see that a Dallas style, like an open run and gun activate your D is just steamrolling and trucking everything else right now. I,
1: I rest my case. I, I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. Like, that was perfect. That was smarter than anything that would have come out of my mouth. So um, I guess we'll move on. Uh, uh Sidney Crosby. Oh. I mean, this man is just... We're going to do this Jeopardy
0: style because you just give me uh, uh This player has the most even strength points in the National Hockey League so far this season. Who is Sidney Crosby? That's correct, Michael. Uh, yes.
1: That? Yeah. Um, I did know that. I also I'm glad that the the absolute jerk who tried to muscle his way into the the Jeopardy hosting job at one point did not get it do you remember yeah. that big scandal that happened yeah like, he just... was
0: uh he was yeah he was doing some nasty stuff behind this behind the backstage I think right yeah just a real real jerk
1: I, do you have a do you have a preference right now of Jeopardy host I I loved um uh I thought first of all I thought they should have just given it to LeVar Burton like yeah, like I think you can give anything to LeVar Burton. He's just fantastic. He like his voice just you know, he's the perfect sort of vibe for Jeopardy. I think and it's reading great.
0: Rainbow was lit back in the day.
1: People like, and what I love oh, is like it was a PBS, show. it's public broadcasting. Yeah. Like right it was... there with Mr. Rogers. Exactly. And and... and and like reading Rainbow was huge, you know. Like obviously it was bef- way before my time, but like you know, roots. Uh he LeVar is just he's a great guy. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like I had friends, so I didn't watch Star Trek, but uh, you know, kid, did I? But I know he was on it. He had that bar. He was wearing that thing. He wore I, know, like, Ooh, I think Cool eye thing.
0: Everybody wanted to be that guy when they were a kid, you know. When I when I say life, I had things.
1: friends, I mean like I was literally you made dressing, them up. They were imaginary. I was, yeah, I was dressing Thank up me. as Batman and and having imaginary lightsaber fights. And you know that you know that famous YouTube video of the kid lightsaber fighting himself uh, in in his garage. And then yeah, like, yeah, that that was actually me. It's crazy oh. enough. Um, I'm actually a minor celebrity in that, in that regard. Um, but yeah, Sidney Crosby back, I don't know how we got so off track, but but he's just phenomenal, man. I I just think it's important, especially because of where you're based and, 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 you know, like you cover the team and and all that. Like, I just like, let's just, let's just appreciate Sidney Crosby because the guy's what, like 36, 30, like 37. Now, like he's getting up there. And we like as much as we would love to see. And I do believe that a guy like Crosby can play into his like 40s. Like he can be like a, a better Patrick Marlowe or a better Joe Thornton in that regard. Yeah. But we only have so many more years, I think, of like absolute peak prime Sidney Crosby. Um, why don't we just appreciate him a little bit? Yeah, I said on Twitter tonight, you know, you don't have somebody
0: open up, you know, a 1940 bottle of uh, Port or something, you know, whatever it is, and you just chug it. I mean you could do that, right? But that's you gotta sip that wine, enjoy that, right? Savor it. Yeah, you don't go to like a steakhouse and just gobble that sucker down with a bunch of A1 on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Don't get it well done. Appreciate the notes of chicory and uh and tannins. Exactly. You really gotta just sort of like get the aroma you know who, going. You know who has the greatest wine cellar in the world, right? Who uh, who? It's a celebrity, isn't it? Oh, it's big Mario, number sixty six. Oh, does there. he? Oh <laughs> dude. The house Ode. has a cellar in it. Yeah, of course. That I'm talking millions in there, bro, of wine. Millions. The greatest heist. Uh, it's, the
1: time for, yeah. it's time, time for never, Oceans
0: 14. I've never been invited to Mario's house. Uh but if you go to Swickley, you might run into him at Bruger's Bagels if you stop down to get a bagel. It is time uh, for Oceans 14, Mario Lemieux house any, edition. Sydney Crosby <laughs> individual points percentage, 87%, by the way, which is hilarious. It, it, absolutely insane. That's but uh you know, what you're seeing now, because we think of you know, you think about 18, 19 year old Sid, right? Uh slicing through three, four defenders at a time, falling down on one leg, scoring goals backwards off uh his head, you know, whatever, backhand for days, you know, ridiculous stuff he did. This is like a the 2022 version of this. You don't get that, right? Because like the mm-hmm. the the, the, mod, the mind, I'm sure, is willing, but the body is not what it was before, and the league's changed, right? It's not the same league anymore. Uh, you're getting like this really cool cerebral Crosby. So I mean, you really like sit down and watch the Penguins. You get a chance to watch Crosby. And by the way, Gino Malkin. For every uh, accolade we're going to throw Crosby's weight tonight, um, Malkin's been great as well. Oh uh, yeah, he's been a surgeon, but on another level right now. Mo, again, mo, the Penguins' power play is atrocious. Sidney Crosby is the most even strength points uh in the league and t- you're seeing he did it again tonight. He scored one tonight uh where he uh you know like in soccer you see these long lob balls that the striker can kill with just a touch of their toe, right? The mm-hmm. ball just stops and dies. He did that with the puck tonight. Um and then like almost in the same motion just whacked one in. Uh, and like one time that once he killed it. So it's, it's just different now. Like his faculties are still at a level, like way above everybody else's. He's still playing 4d chess. Um, but it's just a little bit different. It's more cerebral. It's, it, it is, I hate to say this, like, and you don't want to make this comparison, but it is very akin to like post retirement. Lemieux return. Mm-hmm. where like, he was doing it the same way, you know, like he was making like these no look passes through five skaters, you know, tape to tape with somebody, um, you're getting a lot of that now. So I don't know, man. It's just fun. I think, you know, I, I joking, I know I went a little too hard on Twitter tonight, Mike, because there aren't people out there who are openly talking about like the death of Sidney Crosby. But I think what happens is he gets forgotten about, right? And it is, it is, let's be fair, a McDavid world now, right? And he's scoring these goals that are just ridiculous. And, you know, Austin Matthews does things on a nightly basis that no human you would think should be able to do. Mm -hmm. And that those for, for good reason, Mike, they take the front page. Right. But it's just a reminder, I guess, for me that 87 still out there. And, uh, you know, father time is losing this wrestling match badly
1: for the old 35 year old. So yeah, something to keep an eye on. I just, I just love how he's still a wagon. Like, I know you, you said all these eloquent things. I'm just like, this man is still got an absolute dump truck. that he's that he's just hauling around on his backside and it's it's Crosby's work in the corners really that that always awed me like it 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 is you know even as a like when he debuted I was what like 10 I think or something like he like like when I was consciously starting to understand the game of hockey not just playing it not just being wowed by the fast you know the fast men on skates like when I was actually being like oh that's a breakout this is the trap you know like like sort of forming those conscious ideas like Crosby and Ovechkin and all that were debuting, but Crosby specifically. And what just always wowed me is just like this guy was impossible to knock off the puck. Yeah. Like, he, like you go into the corner and he just became this like uh, – uh, the like just his core, his center of gravity just ref- like made him impossible to, to knock down, made him impossible to uh, – to sort of like to lift I love players like that who go in there and they're just they just take over and he's one of those guys who takes over and the infamous moment like I know Crosby's he's won three cups you know he's won a con Smythe. he's he's you know he's done all these things heart trophies you know like uh, just like crazy stuff but my 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 favorite moment of him ever is his first ever game back from the concussion uh, from, the two, from the two concussions against the islanders in canada that was supposed to be like a nothing burger like you know is penn's regional not that penn's regional broadcast are nothing burgers but over here like we're not able to see it no and, right yeah and cbc like the day of when they realized Crosby's coming back like bought the game like 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 they they purchased the the rights to make it a national broadcast and he comes in and he scores four he gets four points two goals two assists his first one was in the first period like right away incredible backhand you know where he splits the d like he is he it was just an absolutely remarkable uh uh game by him like i just it's a shame that we got robbed of so much of him like whether it was the two like the 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 extended injuries due to the concussions the wondering if he's ever going to be the same again um and then he was and then also the fact that we've we, you know, we had a lockout and we had, you know, like, like COVID and we had, you know, like the shortened seasons and stuff like that, I mean, but he even had him get hit in the head, uh, against the Rangers
0: last year, uh, with a Truba incident and he was playing some of the best hockey of his life there and missed a couple games. Exactly. So, and he missed any, uh, any he, he missed he took games that shot from the season. Brooks orpic to the face. Yep. Uh, when he was on that tear, uh, in the shortened season had a, that jaw injury that he sat out for, for a while. So you're right. It's so interesting to me, Mike, that uh, decades after uh, Pittsburgh lost all that time of Mary Lemieux to cancer um, and the retirement and the the back problems, mm-hmm. uh, that you basically had history repeat itself many years later with Sidney Crosby. So, you know, you get blessed with that generational talent, but, uh, you know, it comes at the the price of missing large chunks of time with them. I guess it's just, uh, I mean, it's a price, you know, it sucks, but, uh, it, you know we all sort of uh we all lose in that scenario i think you know not having the ability to watch him play so uh yeah like i said enjoy it you don't know how many of these he has left uh i think he's put up put off a lot
1: of personal stuff you know uh no he doesn't hockey. have social media we don't know anything about him off the ice at least i don't sure
0: what well, we well cat uh she started yeah his girlfriend's been around now right so like he's brought her around a lot I did and not she, know
1: that he had a girlfriend even.
0: Yeah. So like she's been around and like he he's like the ceremony, like a lot of like the stuff like the team is doing, like to honor like his different accomplishments. Uh she's been involved in. Um, I think that she was in uh there also when they retired his jersey and Ramouski. But um, but the point I mean is like, no, he doesn't have kids, he ain't married, right? Like he's punted all of that to play. And I think that like for that reason, we're not gonna see him like ride right off like a Marlowe type situation. I think it'll be like this effectual cutoff um, where he'll get to a point and say like, I'm done now. This is it. I'm going to go and I'm going to be like a human being and just live in mm-hmm. Cole Harbor by myself and it'd be good for him. Right. Great. And I don't, and think it'll be very much like a Mario situation where we will not see him. Um, he'll probably buy like a little tiny ownership stake in the team and um, you know, live quietly off in a farm somewhere. So
1: that sounds awesome. That's that kind of life sounds absolutely awesome. Yeah. Like, like- much of a
0: farmer, but You know,
1: I've always wanted my dream is always to have just given up my life in the city, like, you know, like sort of just abandon all my earthly possessions, move to the coast of New England and work on the docks. Um, That's always been my dream. And if Sidney Crosby does anything, maybe not work on the docks, but just sort of like, you know, be around there and. I think that's just absolutely phenomenal and and I think he's living life right but yeah look yeah. like it goes to your point that how much we've missed Crosby now we just like like how much we've missed of Crosby appreciate where he is now appreciate yeah. this the fact that you're witnessing greatness cuz it's very important that you know fans of any sport just take a step back sometimes like people take LeBron James for granted man like it like they really do like it's yeah. you know like we're like the guy is like 39 years old and he's out here dropping like 36 points you know, on like a Wednesday night and people are just like kind of ho-hum about that. Like, we're going to look back on that and think like this guy was on another level. Like this guy was was absolutely insane. Um, And uh, I think Crosby's on that level where like we're going to look back and go like he he did what like or, or some of the things are like, you know, the next generation of fans are going to look at Crosby compilations and just go like, holy smokes, like the stuff that he did, like it's 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 absolutely <laughs> remarkable
0: yep. and unique unique to him right extremely uh, unique. yeah well, let me ask you a question yes what do you know about marsh pegs marsh pegs yeah what do you know about marsh pegs i don't know what those are marsh pegs are the technical term michael for the tiny plastic uh pegs that go down into the hole in the crease that align mm. the net they, they, they drill out the post holes right um and the marsh peg Uh, slides in there uh, to keep the net from moving around now mike mckenna Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, the reason we're talking about this is because matt murray and spencer knight and spencer knight um are catching i guess what i don't want to call it heat because the accusation is they are recognizing a threat or a situation where they may get scored on, which is hilarious to me <laughs> because like you know, yeah. man, clearly these people have never played goal before. And I haven't either, but like I've played goal like jokingly enough to know that like you don't get you you're, like you're just holding on for dear life. Yeah. Um that they've been knocking the net off the moorings, um, getting whistles, um, and sneakily um affecting the game in a nonsensical way. I've seen takes on this, Mike, that say that, that this should be a penalty that the goaltender should be penalized for this. Um, I just wanted to know if you'd done any CSI work on this, uh, on marsh pegs
1: or if you had any hot marsh peg takes. Well, here's what I found extremely funny because I think that, so Murray, I think like combined, he did it like four times, you know, he did it, uh, uh, he did it twice against, uh, Minnesota and he did twice against, uh, the devils. Um, and what I found really funny is, and I think they've taken the clip down now. Um, but Elliot Friedman was on the Jeff Merrick show and he was getting asked about this. Um, And he essentially went like, listen, I've talked around and the consensus is, and he's like, no disrespect to any of the ice crews in any of these places, but there's certain, there's certain, um, there's certain ranks that are well known around the NHL where the net like just does come off easier. And he's like, and, and, you know, and and he listed a couple and he's like yeah you know it's it's one one i think he said was nashville and then the other two he was like and then there's new jersey and minnesota and i go like oh what a coincidence what a dink, really yeah that that's where like murray clearly did it intentionally uh at least twice in there but like there were other times where it just happens and then like the thing too is that it has to go up and out like the marsh bag has to go up and then get pushed out um right so- so it, and if you look at some of the replays, like if the guy like you can't ju- you shouldn't be able to just knock the net off if you push off, because that's what every goalie does. That's that's how they do is they push off the post and move, you know, like side to side and like so if if the goalie is pushing off, just just straight up pushing off, not lifting it up, not using his shoulder not anything like that, if you're just straight up pushing yeah. off and the net goes off, that's not on him. That's so you're right. Mike McKenna was talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, an anonymous
0: NHL goalie had said to him that the peg lifts up, doesn't settle back in, but you can't tell, and everything looks oh. normal, right? So, like, the peg will come up; it doesn't settle back into the drill hole. You don't know; you can't see it. But the next time you do, like your typical post to post movement, comes off that an eyelash, like without batting an eyelash, like
1: yeah. It- Um, i think that's that's funny and also like and i got look i gotta give credit to murray because it's a veteran move the 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 time he did it that was like pretty egregious was um i think it was the first time and the leaves were at the end of a shift that like everyone had been on the ice for like two minutes like it like everyone was dog tired they were just they couldn't get off and so we did a push and it went off and boom there you go It, it it like he's he not only got them like a a chance to change chance to rest but then like they had to get the drill guy to come out and like drill it back in and he forgot the right drill bit so he had to go back and bring the right drill bit for his drill it ended up being like a five minute stoppage so he got like essentially like like 10 timeouts worth of time for his team but even like let's take that out of the equation for a second like
0: nobody would complain about it well, I guess it is different, right? Because you're so I, I do see the point because they're talking about like it during play versus not during play. But Matt, I'll tell you this about Matt Murray. One thing he did a lot in Pittsburgh, and this is like a savvy thing I think he learned from mm-hmm. Marc-Andre Fleury. By the way, is, he's been great. Like, no. You're right. I and I you because I he I, at the start of the year, right? Before he got hurt, it was kind of like struggle bus. But then like
1: and it is the complete opposite. The he's been
0: fantastic. He's this is like Matt old training stuff, right? Pardon? It's like how long? How long will this last?
1: I don't That's know, but but he's been like
0: Stanley Cup winner Matt Murray. That's good. Um, he was really good, Mike, at knowing when to get his team extra time. Yeah. So like going over to the to the bench with an equipment heavy air quotations equipment issue, right? Like oh my my pads not yeah. like you know what I mean like I need my skate needs tied or like whatever like you know like they just there was an icing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like your defenseman's <laughs> tongue are hanging out of their mouths and like you're smart enough to know how to do that so i wouldn't put it against it but to your just to, to give you this insight mike mckenna said that he th- thinks all the instances were by accident he thinks he, yeah he says even the ones that you talked about that were like no these are definitely uh really these are he says well, no better than yeah. i would yeah i think that's more of like a case of like Oh um like I've seen this so much and it happens so often that like I believe but but anyway, yeah, there's a whole like article he put about the the the, the marsh pegs. So I thought it was funny because I never called them that in my life. Um we just called them moorings, you know. That was it. That was the
1: word that we use, but marsh peg is a great word, so pretty remarkable to think of. And hopefully the, I just hope someone based on the the reaction from all the the beat writers around, I hope someone thinks of the children because this is what a terrible example to set for all the impressionable children out there. You know, there's a lot of, there was a lot of pearl clutching um, yeah. with the goalie knocking off the, knocking the net off. I just think that Matt Murray was being a little stinker and I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that about him. Um, well, Jesse, we've reached the end of the podcast. Um, we, we, you know, we, we want to keep these relatively short just because we both have long, rich and fulfilling lives. Um, <laughs> And it's also, at least on my time, 9 41 PM. So um I think this is where we say farewell. But what a lovely time it's been. It has. It's been great.
0: Um, we'll do it again soon. There's so much wait. more hockey to talk about. Isn't that there great? It sure
1: is. I can't wait to to get into all of it.
0: We didn't even talk about uh Hockey Canada on this episode. Thank God I mean, I man. in the very end, but like we got a whole show of like
1: regular stuff. <sighs> i'm sure there will be some crap that comes out that we have to talk about but jesse it's always been a pleasure let's do this again soon take a rest after those steps you earned it i sure will take care everyone